with classic hits like Heart of Gold, Southern Man, Powderfinger, and many more, Neil Young has rocked the world for decades. And nobody does Neil Young better than Sugar Mountain. This week, we'll be talking with both Mitch and Bill about all that goes into a tribute project and what classic rock band Mitch and the boys may be paying tribute to in the future. We have Sugar Mountain. I'm Big Bry. Level Up Cleveland starts right now. I'm in a bag. All right, everybody, thank you for joining us here on Level Up Cleveland. Today, we have in the studio Sugar Mountain, legendary Neil Young tribute band from Cleveland. In the house today, we got Mitch Rycheski, we got Bill Schultz, not with us today, however, Dave Gross and Kenny Johnston. Mitch, playing in this tribute band, Sugar Mountain, which is obviously a Neil Young tribute band. Indeed. You play Neil Young in the band. Yes, sir. And first of all, I just want to ask um, the band, the name Sugar Mountain when these tribute bands come up with, with names. How did, how did, was it just basically you pick an album, you pick a song, and just that sounds good, we're going to go with it, pretty much that simple? <clears throat> yes. Um, to some degree, um, keeping in mind that we know there's been other tributes around, some of them for a while, and so we need to have a unique name. So we did research as far as names that are in use. We found nothing in use anywhere in the country, at least, under Sugar Mountain. Oh. So we thought that was good. In fact, we trademarked it. Really? Yes. That's interesting. I didn't even know you could do that. Absolutely. So when you guys go into deciding you're going to do a tribute band, and I, I always want to ask this with all tribute bands, is this more something that you feel you, you, a niche that you discovered about yourself that you were like, oh, you know, hey, I do this well, so maybe we could take it to this direction? Or is this something you grew up and I just love Neil Young, I always wanted to do Neil Young, and it just so happens that I can do Neil Young? Like, like if there was any band that you could pick to be a tribute band, is this the one you would pick, or is this the one you just felt like you do best? That's a very good question. Probably a little from column A, a little from column B, but... Um, I've always been kind of a campfire troubadour at heart, so I play a little bit of everything around the campfire, sing-alongs, what have you. <clears throat> and people did have a tendency to tell me, hey, you know, that, that Neil Young really sounds spot on. But we've been in bands, you know, over the years. Uh, Bill and Kenny and I were in a band called Cornerstone that was around for a lot of years, playing classic rock of all types. Uh, and again, you know, when we would do a Neil Young song, it would kind of resonate. So uh, when we found ourselves, you know, kind of reforming later in later years, you know, what's our strong suit? What do we really want to go with? It kind of was a natural. Yeah, yeah. So now uh, I remember when you guys actually started out and you guys were, you were always a four-piece at that point too. You had another guitar player at the time. And then later on, just over the last few years, you recently added a uh, steel pedal or a pedal steel guitar player, Dave, and yep. completely changed your guys' sound. Yep. Um, completely filled it out, completely made it really sound so much more authentic and so much more. Oh, yeah. We're um, so happy to have him. What did you say, Bill? We always tell Dave oh to <clears throat> pay a particular attention to detail. We want the songs to sound like the songs, and they, he does a bang-up job. He really does. You guys do a really good job of that. So when it comes to, like, um, you were talking about other tribute bands, too, that do Neil Young and stuff. There are some local bands also that do Neil Young. Do you guys ever venture out, maybe go see a band like that, just to see what your competition looks like? If you guys are doing something, maybe, that you see somebody else do, maybe gives you an idea or something? You ever you ever do anything like that? Absolutely. I, and to be honest, it's more online you know, oh, uh, because researching that way, it's yeah, a lot easier. It's well, and you know, everyone's so busy, and you know, it's hard enough to you know because we all have full time you know day obligations and everything. Right. So uh, yeah, time is critical, and so we have to make the most of it. So you know, oftentimes it's online, but um, I am happy to say that we're always kind of pleasantly surprised that, at least in our minds, we think we're doing a better job, putting out a better product. And that in time, people will recognize that, you know, as more and more people are exposed to it. Um, and in particular with the vocals, 
you know, that we're really trying to be super authentic. And so I think that's our difference in the market. Um, but certainly the other bands out there, you know, been doing a good job for a long time. Oh yeah. And, and there's no doubt about it. When you guys do your songs, it, if you close your eyes, sometimes you, you will literally think you're, you're listening to the Neil Young version of it. With crazy um, horse. <laughs> or crazy, right. Mm-hmm. Now you play the harmonica. You got the whole, the whole setup, just like Neil Young and everything. Did you learn that before or after? Did you already know how to do that? Or when you became the Neil Young thing, did you say, well, I need to now learn how to do this to become Neil Young? The latter. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Did you find it difficult? I mean, that's like... You know, it, it was easier than I thought. Um, you know, my dad started teaching me how to play guitar when I was like eight years old. And, uh, you know, it was country songs, old you know, like train songs and stuff, Jimmy Rogers type era. Um, and so that was my first introduc- introduction to guitar. And, you know, as I got older, I realized, hey, I can use these same chords and stuff to play rock and roll, you know. But my dad always played harmonica as well, and it baffled me, completely baffled me how he could do that. And I, I just couldn't figure it out. Maybe I was too young, you know, I don't know. But once we decided we're going to do this Neil Young thing, I thought, well, this is it. You're going to learn it or else, you know. Yeah, you well, you do? can't be Neil Young if you're not doing that. They'll call mm-hmm. people, especially in this day and age, right. people will call you out on any little thing you don't do. Absolutely. Especially being a tribute band. You know, yep. when you're imitating somebody – the diehard fans will come after you if oh, you're not absolutely. doing something the way they think it should be done. Yeah. So I, I set about, you know, trying to imitate what I was hearing. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I think Heart of Gold was the first one. Mm-hmm. And uh, I found myself doing it. You know, I'm like, wow. You know, I, I kind of realized that certain places you need to exhale, certain places you need to inhale. Uh, and you, that you need different harmonicas for different keys uh, if you're working with diatonic harmonicas. Uh, so the chromatic ones are the real big ones that you can do anything on. Uh, Neil doesn't really use those, I don't think. Um, but once I started trying it I, it, I found it to be easier than I ever thought it would be. And so kind of developed adding more and more songs, and now it's you know, kind of a natural, if it's got harmonic, oh, yeah, I got it. Yeah. Uh, and he tells me I sound a lot like Bob Dylan, which, of course, is where Neil Young, you know, the got his inspiration. Yes. Right. So, Ask uh, Neil Young, who his idol is, he'll tell you right off the bat, Bob Dylan. That's right. <laughs> which is like a lot of musicians will back, especially from them times. Oh, for sure. They, they cite him. Mm-hmm. Um, so when, when, you, when you decide to do a tribute band, obviously you've already played with other bands. You've already done other cover bands and stuff. So you're used to playing a whole array of different music and stuff like that. Now you've decided to kind of pigeonhole yourself into one specific artist and everything. Does that ever get old? Does it, do you ever just sit there? And I mean, do, do you guys even come out of that shell when you play out now as a, as a Neil Young tribute band? Do you ever say, you know what, let's play something else. Let's do something that's not Neil Young just, just for a change. Do you ever do that? We do, and to answer the first question, though, it doesn't get boring because we're always looking to perfect it more and more. We always try and raise the bar, and it's amazing if you if you really critically listen to the music and really pay attention, you will pick out nuances every time you hear it. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I just realized they're doing this. And so the next time we do it, we add it, and it's more authentic. So it's always exciting in that way that we're always kind of honing it. Uh, but yeah, live shows, if if we're the only ones performing and it's multiple hours, we're playing all night somewhere, yeah, we'll start shaking it up. Hey, you guys want to hear something else? And we'll throw in CCR and Skinner and, mm-hmm. you know, classic rock. John Cougar, Mellencamp, kind of. Oh, yeah. yeah you do. stay in that vein kind of, but, but it's <clears throat> but it's but you can branch off a little bit. And, yep. We yep. could pit play uh, Metallica if we wanted to. <laughs> True. Remember the old Cornerstone yeah, days, yeah. you know? <laughs> Hey, do Neil Young playing Metallica? Why not? Right. Well, you know, yeah. I mean, you get all sorts of you know interesting mm. covers. Typo Negative did Neil Young. I mean, oh yeah. My wife Diane absolutely loved that. By the way, really thought it was a Cinema Girl yeah. by Typo Negative yeah. is awesome. There you go. Yep. Um. All right. So, do you guys have a fave? Do you guys have like a tune, or do you have a tune where you look forward to it coming up, or? Is there a Neil Young song that you always wanted to play and that when you still play now, you're kind of like, this is the shit? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, yeah. does that happen? It does. There's probably multiple of them, but I think the one that comes to mind for me is probably uh, 
powder finger. Oh, interesting. And, Good and it seems to be a crowd pleaser. Please, it is. Well, yeah. I've actually remember the first time I heard you guys play that at the practice room. Yeah. I was in the other room and I, you guys started playing that and I was like, wow. It's one of those songs. Just like it. Yeah, play it. <laughs> You get a reaction right away. Yeah. And after his first line, the place goes crazy. You yeah. know? And it's happened to us like more than once, right, Mitch? I mean, oh, yeah. Absolutely. At least a thousand times. And Are you the so same? Cool. Would that be your, would you say that's the song that you, you most look forward to? I, I always look forward to playing uh, Power Finger, sure. But uh, we're doing this other one called The Loner. And that's just the more I play it, the more I want to do it again. Oh, that's cool. It's that's one fun. of those really good Neil Young songs. It's kind of underrated. But uh, it's off the uh, Live Rest, right? Yep. Live <clears throat> Rest album, Neil Young and Crazy Horse. Cool. And we sound just like it. But pretty much every song I hear you guys do, is at least if it's not spot on, it's close. Well, and I got to yeah. say, you know, Neil Young had a, <clears throat> excuse me, I got a frog, a recent album. <laughs> <laughs> excuse me, in 2019, it was released called Colorado. And so we're trying to, you know, promote his newer stuff uh, when we're out doing shows and bring awareness to it because a lot of folks aren't aware. And uh, there's some really cool cuts on there. So we've incorporated him into our show. And so, you know, we say, well, are you excited about playing something? Or, you know, what's your favorite? You know, you got your 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 steadies like Powderfinger or like a hurricane or what have you always going to be favorites. But we're really excited to play the new ones, too. The the first track is called um, uh, Think of Me, and track four is Help Me Lose My Mind. Oh. So uh, that's the only two tracks we've introduced into our set list so far, but they're so fun to play. That's and, cool. And the crazy part is we know that our audience, probably 80% of them have never heard of this, but they enjoy the heck out of it, and they're applauding at the end, and so we're explaining where they can find it, you can get it on. Do you do you right before you play the song? Do you like announce it as this is the, one of the new Neil Young songs, we do. that kind of thing, so they know the, why they don't know this song? Absolutely, that's cool. <clears throat> so, is there a song you guys just refuse to play though? Is there something where not necessarily refuse, but it just you just know deep down that that's that that one we're never going to do that song either because you don't like it or because basically you just don't think you could do it and give it the credit too. Freebird. Well, <laughs> <laughs> we used to do Freebird. We used Did to you guys? Do, yeah. Mm -hmm. But, you know, you'll still get requests for that, especially later in the night as, uh, you're, listen, as you're shaking. Every up, band, you know. we we actually wrote a song called Cover Band, and in the song, there's a guy yelling, Freebird! <laughs> all the time. Yeah, I mean, there's you have to, it's there. It's every, there's a person drunk somewhere. at the bar somewhere. Wanting to hear Freebird, whether you're playing typo <laughs> negative or not, you know, you can be yeah. typo negative. They'll sure. still yell for Freebird. Oh, absolutely. Oh, for sure. No, and we get requests all the time uh, because Neil was such a prolific writer that, you know, the fans out there will give us requests that are kind of obscure. Not sure what that was. But, you know, we'll try and honor them if we can obviously and especially if it's something that's kind of obscure and it's later in our set list and someone requests it coming right up because we were already prepared to do it oh yeah but other times uh we're just we're not prepared we might know the song or not um but we'll take the suggestion and say you know what next time you come back to see us we'll we'll try and add that down and then do you, you go back and, you try to learn a song yeah and we do mm -hmm. and so that's exciting um now there's some that we've taken back and listened to like Zumba is it? The Zuma. The the Zuma album has got a lot of good stuff on it. You know, like um, um, Cortez the Killer, for example. But Zuma, the song itself, I don't think we would ever try to play. Okay. And it's just we hear it and think, you know, Neil got away with that. But if we tried to do it, the audience would probably think we were butchering it somehow. Correct. If we did it correctly. Which is probably not good. <laughs> so I see what you mean. There, there's yeah. no way to do it justice in our words. You're, right. you're, you're yeah. feel, you just feel like it's the song. Yeah, it just it doesn't lend itself to that whole entire set system right. setup. Right, and we do try and gravitate toward more toward the greatest hits. Uh, although we play, you know, from decades or uh, you know, live rust, where whether it's Stray Gators or uh, the uh, what's it, backup band. What's that? A brain fart. Uh, 
<laughs> crazy horse. Crazy Thank you. Oh, right. So, uh, you know. <laughs> we said it before. And, so. we, and we do Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young. You know, so we try and right. do a variety. But it's going to be more the hits that people are used to hearing because that's what they like to sing along to. Mm. You know, and when we're out at a place performing and you look out there and the crowd's all singing along mm. and dancing, it's just that's yeah. what it's about. That's what you're. Then they get thirsty. They buy more drinks, and the bar <laughs> yeah. owner is happy. Everybody's yeah, happy. Yeah. yeah, that's what it's all about. It's a big circle in there. The funny thing about what you just said is how many bands, especially starting off, don't realize that it doesn't matter how much you practice, how good you are, how great you are, how many people tell you how great you are. If you don't sell drinks, right? right. It's the only thing your job is they stay. to sell. They stay for drinks. mostly all three sets, but when we're done with that last song and the last set, they're like. Glad to hear us say goodnight. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Well, I mean, even even up. if even if you bring, even if you bring fifty people to the bar, if none of them are drinking, you're right. right nobody right. cares that you Nobody's brought fifty happy. people. Right. Yeah, and so and obviously, you know, we want everybody to have fun and be happy, and you know, come back, want to come back and do it again. We always try and leave them wanting more. You know. Awesome. Okay. And one thing that's funny about Kenny that, and this is why I always think, like, so you guys are doing Neil Young tribute band kenny's your drummer but people don't know is i used to be in a band with kenny uh actually 2009 and that was a thrash metal band oh yeah <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. we actually recorded a cd together in time. Like yeah. The, yeah kenny's a cross i think between um mm-hmm. uh, what's that who drummer's name uh, keith moon keith moon he, he's kind of crossed between keith moon An and animal and from animal. muppets yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> animal from the muppets yeah barbie Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Kenny's yeah. He's a great guy. Our former band I mentioned, Cornerstone. We had a lot of fun in that band around Cleveland for a lot of years. Um, Kenny was our drummer for a number of years, and when we found him uh, in the audition for us, he had just come off of a long gig with a Ozzy tribute band called Blizzard of Oz. Oh yeah, yeah. And I think they're still around. Uh, we still uh, on stage. and off. I I haven't seen them lately, but. We said, that dude's good. We want him. Kenny. Yeah. And we stole him off the stage. <laughs> right? Just picked him up with the drums and everything. Let's Pretty go, much. buddy. You're our drummer now. That 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 uh, that was back during the Denison days, too. That was back when we were all down at Denison practicing. There was, you, guys were, you guys had that main room yep. upstairs with the yep. stage and everything. Right. Mm-hmm. That um, was a cool room. You guys were also in another band, I believe, at the time called uh, Denison Radio. Yes. Mm-hmm. That was kind of after the Cornerstone years mm-hmm. and before the Sugar Mountain years. A lot of fun, uh, seven-piece band, uh, so a lot of moving parts, you know. Ed uh, Marshall was in that band. He was the other. He was also in the band that, that thrash band that me and Ed absolutely didn't link anywhere. Smoking hot guitarist. Yeah, Ed was good. He had the licks, man. Mm-hmm. Still does. All right, back to the Sugar Mountain thing. Um, one thing I, one thing I, what, when you think about like the, the the main reason you do this is just to play out, right? I mean, the whole idea is the gigs, and that's what it's all about, and. The whole reason, one of the big reasons for doing a show like this is everybody's always watching shows where they're, the artists are big, famous people and you want to hear what's going. But what people don't realize, being a musician and knowing all the other musicians out there, is that there's just a lot of really good stories that happen all the time. And, I mean, you know, hold your side, laughing type stuff people will tell you, and it happens all the time. Do you guys have anything like that? Do you guys have a story or a couple stories where you guys go to a gig, you do a gig, and just the most kind of bizarre thing kind of takes place, and you're just like, when the night's over, you're like, wow. Uh, well, yeah, I'm not sure any we could share publicly. Oh, you could share them all. <laughs> <laughs> we got ours. We could we just share well, every great story. <laughs> well, you know, I, uh, not recently, honestly, uh, but, you know, one time, a number of years back when we were still doing the Cornerstone lineup, uh, we played at a place and it was really slamming, you know, the place was wall to wall and selling out of beverages. Um, and toward the end of the night, one of the owners was actually a bit too tipsy and uh, tried to come up and grab a microphone on stage. One of the band members' uh, wives, you know, removed her from the stage and next thing you know, we had to call the police to, uh, you know, on the owners to calm them down, let us get our stuff out of here, and, and get us paid, at which we did get paid. So oh, good. That was good. So that's, 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 that's it's it? kind of bizarre. I mean, usually. Well, the owner, you, when, yeah. If it's yeah. the owner that's gotten too drunk and they, they're the ones out of hand, there's no one to yeah. control the owner. Yeah. You, you know. got to call the police. Right. So did you guys call the police? Yeah. 
That's yeah. the weirdest. So that's probably the most bizarre you think. I yeah, well, I, no, that's pretty bizarre. Oh, I've never heard. I've actually, I've, I've actually thought I heard mm-hmm. this. Whatever. I don't think I've ever heard a band call the police mm-hmm. on the unruly bar owner. Right. Yeah, and the interesting thing was, obviously, then they didn't want to pay us, but the police were still there, and so one of the officers said, "I'll, I'll help out." So he took us over to talk to the owner and said, "You can either pay them now, or I can be a witness in, you know, their." court case when they oh, bring it smart and he's and he's definitely and, a good witness and, right and so they paid us thanks mm. he told them how legal it was yeah crazy yeah, yeah it really is. that whole kind of thing yeah do you guys ever do like the whole tribute band uh we do, we're gonna do the whole album type thing that that a lot of these tribute bands like to do mm-hmm. yeah do uh that? live rust and also the other one. Oh, harvest harvest yeah okay yeah so because got, it's all just good stuff mm-hmm well, it is, yeah. but I mean, guys, you guys got anything in the works like that? A guy, you guys got our album, something going to bust out one day, just be like, come see Sugar Mountain, we're playing this album, anything like that, talking about anything like that? Or Well, if I tell you, and then I have to kill you. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you don't have to tell me, but is there, I mean, you have you guys got something, because this was honest, this pandemic thing. Yeah. You guys did a lot of sitting around, you're not used to doing that kind of thing. But 16 months of no playing out. A lot yeah, of thinking, was, was right? Like, you're doing a lot of thinking, trying right. to retool things in your brain because you've got nothing else to do. Mm-hmm. So you start retooling the band a little bit in your brain, trying to, how can we make it better? When we, so when we fire it back up, you know, mm-hmm. people take notice again and that kind of thing. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. uh, <clears throat> well, actually, the, I think, and, and we're always thinking about how we're going to change the lineup and make it new and exciting for the next show and that sort of thing. But... Uh, I think the single biggest thing we focus on is improving our rehearsal studio. You guys have. Point, yeah, to as professional looking like this nice place you got you. here. Uh, <laughs> very professional. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so that we can do our own video shoots and uh, that sort of thing, uh, put together promos because, you know, we're, we're kind of at the mercy of trying to set something up on the fly in some other establishment or what have you. And it never quite is the way you want it, right? So we figure controlled environment. We make the room the way we want it. Now we can start putting out some production. So hopefully soon we'll have some good stuff. Do you guys, uh, anybody in the band ever actually meet Neil Young at any point in life? Have you guys ever actually met him or anybody? Well, actually, (laughs) there's a guy named Larry that works at a golf course, Okay. And he said, oh, I see Alice Cooper and Neil Young all the time playing golf at my golf course. I go, well, we know Alice Cooper's a big golfer. <clears throat> well, Absolutely. he lives at Chesterland, too, yep. and that's the golf course he goes to. No kidding. So it would be like nothing for Neil Young to land a Learjet in Burke Lakefront Airport, you know, and Uber <laughs> over to Alice's house and stay there. No kidding. Nobody's even going to know it. Alice Cooper has a house in Chesterland? <clears throat> yes, he does. No kidding. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah. We also have a guitar player friend who has a friend down near uh, in Coshocton County that rented his house to Neil Young when he was in the area, mm-hmm. which is, you know, pretty cool. We used to camp in Coshocton County. So I've been to Coshocton. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's actually a video on YouTube, but, but that's totally different. Um, so that's, that's really interesting. I didn't know that. Yep. We'd love to meet Neil. Hey, Neil, come and see us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Sit in and play, man. Come on. The men's be brilliant. awesome. Can you imagine Neil Young shows up at one of your gigs and comes up? That would be incredible. Well, that's what, that's kind of what I'm wondering. I'm like, has mm-hmm. anyone ever actually met the guy? Is there no. any possible way? I mean, I like, you know, it would seem like if I was an a, a, a artist, it seems like, unless I just had literally zero time, but I just find that hard to believe, that I would try to see who's out there imitating me. I would want to see. I would, too. I think I would like yeah. that. And maybe he is virtually. Like well, there's we bands out there that do that. I mean, that's how yeah. Journey actually found their singer was looking through tribute bands yeah, on YouTube. True. Neil was to go to a show. I'm sure he's <clears throat> got no problem with paying 10 bucks to walk in the door to see what's going on. Absolutely. Right. I would you know think it's I mean? fun. He would have Absolutely. no problem with it, I'm sure. You know? I would have fun. What was it. that last load the record company gave him, I told you? Oh, I don't recall. $30.6 million. Really? Oh. That was just royalty money. Is that all? Yeah. He's got all the fun facts, man. He's, yeah, but before that, Neil. they gave him $10 million before that. So are you, like, big-time diehard Neil Young fan? I, I read the book, and it was called Neil Young Facts. 
Oh, so yeah, you're pulling all these from all the book? Or is... It's all coming out of the book. <laughs> tell them about the hearse. Oh, my God. Yeah, tell me the story. Neil okay. Young and Stephen Stills were from Canada originally, both of them. Right. Put a band together. Let's go on our little tour to New York City where the money is, and we'll play the clubs. So they bought a 1947 hearse. Okay. And to get in the club on the rollers, you know what I mean? The rollers in the back of the oh club. Oh, my God. They had the equipment the club. On the, like a casket rollers type? Yeah. He said, yeah. yeah. He said it was great when you left the gig. You know, Steven would just whip the amp down and he'd catch it on the other side. <laughs> oh, they would just stack it in the freaking hearse. You know what I mean? Awesome. And totally that's in the book also. Is that know? Buffalo Springfield? Was that when they were doing that? or It was before Buffalo before Springfield. That? Yeah, they had a group. I couldn't really tell you the name of it, and I don't think the author of the book even knew what it was. It might have been back like the Squires days, you know, before the Minor Birds even. Yeah. You know, Yard, is there any music Is there music available? Can you listen to any of that stuff? Is I don't it? know. Not the Squires that I'm aware yeah. of, but it's possible. I, I know I looked up the Minor Birds the other night. Wait, would you guys be willing to like minus, find something yeah. like that and then learn it and be like <laughs> come off with something like i mean seriously i mean it seems like it's possible well i mean yeah. like it seems like there would probably be something that no other neil young tribute band has done and, oh, that, yeah. and then yeah. that now you've set yourself apart and, and some of that stuff and and if you got somebody who does research and you could find some of that stuff maybe that would be it could be fun it could be the fun. dividing factor absolutely right. duly noted always oh. looking for good input for that you know so when it comes to like how you guys promote yourself, you guys do a lot on, on Facebook, YouTube, stuff like that for the most part, just putting yep. videos up of you guys playing out and stuff like that. You guys ever do any like staged videos where maybe you'll just go into the practice space, set up a couple cameras, play a tune just to put it out on YouTube, or is it basically just live, live stuff you've done and then? No, I mean, uh, yeah, we've put together a few staged videos. Uh, I'd call them practice runs at this point. Now we've got an idea of, we think what we're doing so we can actually uh, you know, do some more, I think, professional releases. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, in general, what you see is what you get. Mm-hmm. When you come to see us, if you see one of our videos and then you come to see us live, you're going to say, that's exactly what I heard in the video. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what I saw in the video. Right. And so it's, yeah. yeah, it is what it is. you know. Right, and sometimes you want that, but sometimes you probably want to, do something new and, and, and something that they're like, oh, you know, it's always what I, I catch myself doing that a lot. When I see you guys, I catch myself, even though I've heard you guys a number of times, I still catch myself going, oh, wow. Man, like that part is just like certain parts will, will just literally sound so much like the song. And, and I just find that hard to do. Even Absolutely. with the best tribute bands, there's always something missing. There's always like a, a, a Bass player isn't doing something right. The, the drums are just not in the pocket a certain way, and you can tell. Yep. With you guys, there's a lot of parts where, man, like, it just, you, you, it you sounds know, like it. You would think <laughs> you're listening to a, an album or a bootleg, you know, even, or that they had dropped by the studio and just cut this track, right? Because it sounds like, wow, this is Neil and Crazy Horse. Yeah, but, and, it, and that doesn't sound to me like, you're putting on a voice. It sounds to me like that's kind of your singing voice in natural. Maybe you help it or whatever you might, but I'm just saying yep. it doesn't sound phony or put on. It doesn't sound I'm, – I'm sure I'd like to see – I haven't seen probably any other Neil Young tribute bands that I can think of right now besides you guys, and I, I, I would be surprised to see another one because he's got such a distinctive way of singing and his voice is so distinctive. Right. You would think that it would be very hard without – sounding like you're putting it on to actually try to do that kind of voice and yeah and that's kind of one of the weird things is i i just happen to have that voice and that's why i asked like, you earlier about yeah. did the tribute band come about because you're just good at it you know like you just all it. of a sudden you're like look i can do this mm-hmm. you guys could also do um ccr real well thank you yes yeah. uh john fogarty i think is another one that right in a wheelhouse just it's it's in the comfortable singing zone and just mm-hmm. kind of comes out sounding right yeah, I'm kind of trying to sound like I'm. There's certain, you know, pronunciations or voice inflections True. or whatever. You, but beyond that, you know, it is what it is. So we're actually kicking around. You heard it here first. We're kicking around the idea of doing a CCR tribute as well. Nice. And, mm-hmm. you know, splitting our time, mm-hmm. you know. Instead of putting all your eggs in one basket. Well, yeah. You do it so well. I mean, why both, not? You know? And then give, you know, give the option to hire both bands, 
for the same night, half the night each, and, oh. and shake it up, break it up, give the folks what they want. Just change a hat, maybe. Uh, yeah, well, <laughs> you know, you take this off, you put on a cow or a baseball hat, backwards. you know, backward. Oh you got yeah, forward. Change yeah. a different color flannel, maybe. Uh, mm-hmm. Throw a bandana in my pocket, and you got. And you're John Fogarty. John Fogarty. Nice, good idea. Right. I've heard so, you guys do fog hat. I've heard you guys do a couple other things too. Yeah. And your and your sets. It's the it, fun songs. Yeah, that's yeah. that that was a fun one. Yep. Yep. Oh, one, I, and I speaking of fun, I mean CCR. I, I've never heard a CCR tune that doesn't make me tap my foot or or move around or sing along or something. Mm-hmm. It's so infectious. So me that's too. that's part of why we're thinking about it. You know, because it's fun. It's got to be fun. Mm-hmm. They're a little more mainstream. Yep. Than the, than the Neil Young type right. stuff. Neil Young is definitely a required. I mean, there's people that just love the guy. Mm-hmm. That's oh, yeah. who you. That's who's oh, coming yeah. to your show. That's exactly absolutely. Right. You know, like like it's not a and, mainstream. It's the know, Neil Young person. They're the ones that enjoy it the most. They're oh. the ones that know all the words. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're singing along and when, a good time. you know like we play something like Harvest Moon. They're yeah. the ones out there dancing and still singing along. You know, yes. it's plus it's nobody's coming to Cleveland. No bands, no real, none of these big acts are coming to Cleveland. If you mm. want to see your music, you got to go see these tribute bands that are out there playing it. And and some of them, even these local, like locally, I mean, you guys are just one. But some of these other tribute bands doing other bands are just are great at it. And you can almost get the show if oh, you I go see. there and yeah. see what's the you know. Um, mm-hmm. Actually, we just did a fundraiser at. Um, for Lodi Community Parks right. um, a couple weekends ago. September Park 11th, stock. actually. Park Stock. Right. Uh, and it was 10 bands, and I think seven of them were tributes. I saw uh, that. I saw, yeah. the, I saw the flyer for that. So, well, you sent it to me. You sent yeah. it to yeah. me. I mean, it's really cool because, you know, we can all, yeah, you know, playing in bands you played and, you know, like, how did I, that go? I remember huh? coming to see you in Triple Threat and Mr. Furley. Well, and he's Everett. Triple Threat and Mr. Furley. <laughs> oh, weren't you in that? No. What you were in one? I of was them. in. I was in um, the first one with Will, which was Smoke and Mirrors, and then I was in. Uh, well, the last one you've seen me in was was uh, Burning Bridges. That was with Donnie. Burning Bridges. Yes. Okay. Well, I knew I saw you somewhere along the line. It's all a blur. All these musicians and yeah, 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 all yeah. these shows. We, right. You know, we try and support. We each all other, meet. Yeah, it's it's a good and, connection. Yeah. Everybody. So anyway, what was the question again? <laughs> <laughs> I told you it was fluorescent purple. Yeah. We plead the fifth. <laughs> uh, so so let's just let's just do it. So, we'll figure it out. Yeah. We'll come but, back to well, it. Well what I was saying was is these tribute bands that they they got Oh, it. thank you. I got it. I got it. Okay. What I was gonna say was what was really editing. cool about Park Stock and it really highlighted the talent, you know, we've all done copy music and, you know, we try and get out there and entertain the crowds and we do close approximations for the most part, uh, or we make it our own and just get crazy with it. But these were, you know, all these tribute bands have such a niche. They know what they're good at. They're really honing it in there. And so instead of hearing a band kind of, you know, playing mediocre this or that, but really good at that, you're getting the best of the best out of each of these bands. Right. And for cheap, I mean, it was a $5 donation I know. for Park Stock. Mm-hmm. Next year, maybe they'll beef it up a little, 10 bucks. Oh, I yeah. hope, you April. know, bring in some more dough for the cause. But I think it's going to be an annual event. Oh, great, because I think, especially with that many bands, you could easily get $10 for it. Oh, yeah. Easily. Oh, yeah. I heard a lady donated $500. Remember that woman was talking about it? I do, it? yeah. We also mm-hmm. found out during the show she had... That's wonderful uh, money coming she from... Had private person contracted covid and would not be able to attend the show so that was kind of a bummer but uh they announced it and was most appreciative for her donation and dedicated some music to her so it was really nice is Uh, there anything going on at the end of this year like you guys got anything going on gig wise after november october like november or the winter's months and all anything like that gonna happen this year not yet It, it remains to be seen um Although we are open for bookings, well, we, I'm just wondering yeah. if we're going to go back to normal. <laughs> we would like, like a well, New Year's. Yeah, yeah. Are, are we going to go back to normal? Is it going to be winters? Are going to be kind of like no bands, summers yeah. bands, or are we going to? Or are we going to kind of just take it all the way in since we just mm-hmm. like yeah. we just went all that time without? I'm wondering how things are going to play out from here on out. Right yeah, now, that's exactly right. There's a, there's <clears> a, a, I think there's a, still a lot of people that want to go see live music. 
And there is, and they're itching. They've been, you know, boxed up for so long. Now, uh, the next three weekends we're booked. We've got a clam bake this weekend and next weekend, and then a private event, birthday party uh, the weekend after that. So a good point for the audience is if you have a private event, you know, a birthday, a celebration, a clam bake, a pig roast, or what have you, give us a call. Yeah, we're for hire. Yeah, and it's great to have a band play on your parties. Plus, a, a, a thing about hiring a band like you guys versus some rock and roll or heavier bands is you guys don't tend to blow the doors off volume-wise where you are you can have a private party and not necessarily have to worry so much about people calling the police because it's so loud and obnoxious. Absolutely. You guys are playing Neil Young songs. You guys are playing songs that most everybody, um, whether they know or even like, can, can endure and... and Right, it's right. it's not going to get you in trouble yeah. to hire a band. We don't play at Ted Nugent volumes, uh, you know, <laughs> like we used to. We used to. <laughs> but, I think uh, everybody doesn't yeah. it funny. We, everybody, we got for everybody, that. as they, how long have you guys been a, a, a band now? Sugar Mountain, long time. Current lineup, I think about five years. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Kenny and Bill yeah, and I played fun. together on and off for twenty years. Right. So uh, Dave's the newcomer. It adds a lot, thank goodness. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, we're so happy to have him. Yeah. Um, but and I kid that you know we kidnapped him from Oklahoma and we keep him chained up in the basement between shows so that he can't, <laughs> he can't get away. Right, right, right. Yeah, he definitely adds a huge amount of ambiance. And I think I was talking to you earlier. He he makes things sound real. Yeah. Yeah, the difference. It's the it's the fills, the notes between the notes. Like old man. Yeah. Yeah. That you know, like he takes that whole thing and it's just like wow. Sounds just like it's like melting butter. It's just like oh you know. Really paid attention to detail the way I asked him to. And I mean he really did, you know. So when we were playing and recording, we couldn't believe our ears the first couple of times, right, Mitch? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, and Mitch had to play it again to see if we heard what we really heard. Yeah, how? Uh, yeah, and it sounded wonderful. And I, know? when it, it's especially when he first joined, but now, periodically, when I hear things are just so and it's just sonically beautiful, I get goosebumps, and I know, that's it. We're doing and, something right. Yeah, but even when I don't get the goosebumps, you know, we record all of our rehearsals so we can listen back, critique them, figure out what can we get. What we can do better? What can we change? What are we missing? You know that sort of thing, and record our our live shows as well. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes I don't notice how beautiful it is because I'm so busy doing my thing, rubbing my belly and patting my head, you know, so to speak. I got the harmonica, I'm yeah. blowing, I'm strumming, I'm singing in between, and you know, got enough I, going on I, over there. Yeah, I can't, and I hear the harmonies and stuff, but I can't pay attention that closely. But then afterward when we're doing the playback of the rehearsal or the show and I hear what Dave is doing, I'm just like flabbergasted. Yeah. Do you guys record all your gigs? Do you record yeah. them? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Audio? Yep. No kidding. We used to not, but since we got our newer board about a year ago, mm-hmm. um, it has built-in recording capabilities oh. and is really All digital really recorder. Cool. And you buy a yeah. Sims card and put it in there and yeah. just tons Puts of everything memory. on the card. Yeah. Yeah. What a game changer. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would plug the brand, but they probably don't know us, and yeah, right. I don't know if they want me to do that. They might say you're giving us a bad name. Yeah, like we heard that recording. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, we're gonna take a one but, more break know, here. Oh, I did want to mention that okay. Miller uh, is the official, unofficial sponsor of Sugar Mountain. <laughs> Miller and beer. That's yeah. our favorite. And beer. they're officially unofficial because they have no idea that we exist. Yeah. I got that, right? But you right. make sure that you support them. We support really? them. Yeah. They should support us, too. Eh? Right. Yeah. I want other bands to watch this show that are uh, thinking about maybe what they're going to do, younger bands and stuff like that, too. Um, there's nothing out there really to, to help you along, nobody really to, to guide you along. And I think the bands that are out there doing it successfully are the best way to find out some of the things that you need to do to be somewhat successful, even if it's just on a local, on a local scene, you know, there's, yeah. there's things you got to do and there's work involved and stuff like that. It's not just, you know, just being on a, on a local level, it takes work, you know, it's not, oh it's, my gosh. Oh, yeah. 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 It's, it, it, it's incredible. Every time we have a gig, it's like work, isn't it, Mitch? Yeah. Well, first of all, yeah. you're, you're a roadie. 
you know, because we can't afford to hire roadies, right? <laughs> so that's you, where it really gets your own gear. Hauling yeah, we do. We set it and up. And when you're deciding you what know. gear you want to buy, keep that in mind because if it weighs heavy, you're going to pay and mm -hmm. pay yeah. each time you load in and out, especially if you're up or downstairs. Oh my gosh. But, uh, you know, you really need to be a jack of all trades. You're, you're not just a performer, you're an electrician, you know. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, you, you need to know that, oh, the, the, the ground's not right in this mm -hmm. receptacle I'm trying to plug my stuff into, and that's why I'm going to get a buzz out of that amp, you know, if I do that, and that sort of thing. Or, you know, soldering cables. Bill's are a right. resident cable solderer. I'm the electronic technician. Yeah. <laughs> I actually went to school for it. But you actually do need what you're saying in a band. I mean, it's not, it's not or, or at least a good friend. Mm -hmm. Or somebody that you can rely on that can do all that stuff because that's very good point. What you're making is, you are a jack of all trades. Mm -hmm. You yeah. are somebody that has to break your back hauling your equipment. And if you're playing in a a small venue, you don't need your Marshall stack today, right? Right. right. You, you got and you yeah. probably really never need your Marshall stack, right? Unless you're you know playing somewhere Coliseum type. Yeah. Thing. You yeah. know, and mm -hmm. and um, so that's a very very I know I know in the bands that I've been in with. Um, getting a new PA or something like that. There's a learning curve trying to figure out how to set this thing up. Oh yeah, you have to oh, within an hour. You know, you read the book. You got to be a sound yes. engineer. Uh, absolutely. And you know, if there's one thing that'll drive a bar owner or a club owner or a venue owner uh, bonkers is if the the music's just too obnoxiously loud and. People can't hear to order a beverage. They're, anno they're annoyed. Or order food or yeah. what have you. So, yeah, we really strive to keep a, a good level to where, uh, you know, it's rock and roll. You're going to have some volume, but in a warm, balanced, uh, enjoyable sort of way, not mm -hmm. an in-your-face sort We're of We're not kicking glaring, your butt you right know, now kind uh, of way. Yeah, so mm -hmm. it makes a big difference. Right. But, mm -hmm. you know. When we had issues with our rehearsal studio uh, flooding, you know, yeah. un unfortunately, we moved into another room and we became carpenters. We had to build a stage uh, and all that stuff. Out of flood stage, 18 you know, inches high. Keep, you know, make sure we're safe. We're not going to have any more uh, catastrophic, uh, you know, issues. Because um, we had a flood on Labor Day of 2020. Right. Uh, so... <clears throat> took us a while to recover from that in our new room. Like I say, we had to become carpenters. You know, we had to become painters. It's whatever it mm -hmm. takes to keep the show going on, you know, keep, mm -hmm. keep things moving forward. And it really is a production in every way. Stage lighting, uh, do we need to bring it? Is there enough there? Do they have sound? Do we need to bring sound? Mm -hmm. What do they have? What, you know, is it indoor? Is it outdoor? Do we uh, need so lighting? Much. Yes, yeah. no, maybe. And it makes a big difference. Yeah. The lights are huge. Yeah. yeah. Lights are a big thing. I, just, just in some of your videos, I mean, it's really apparent in the video where you guys have that lighting, and it just mm -hmm. creates a professional look. It doesn't yeah, look. Right. It doesn't look like I'm watching some tribute band. It looks like I'm watching. Uh, this might be. If I didn't know who Neil Young was, this could be Neil Young. It's got the production behind it and everything. Funny you mention mm -hmm. that because you know one of the shows we were playing, somebody had an app that you know you can click on it. Like Shazam type app it, where it tell tells you who, who that is. band is. Yeah. yeah pointed at your TV or whatever, and they pointed at me, and it came up Neil Young. No way. As, as oh, we were yeah. performing, mm -hmm. yeah. Oh, way. So I think that's really actually cool. pretty bizarre. I was, I was Yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, I don't know how it got on that topic. Well, I don't know, but it's fun to talk mm -hmm. about Shazam, you know, just yeah, to say absolutely. Shazam. Mm -hmm. Well, it's the same oh, thing about, it's, it's, it's the same thing about when we built this room. Yeah. Two guys built this room. Absolutely, yeah, that's right. and and, and uh, we. Yeah, well, thanks, but I'm just saying. Yeah, it's beautiful. If you if if you're watching this and you're like, oh, uh, this wasn't because some we didn't hire somebody to come in here, or this wasn't already right. here. We had an idea, and literally we did everything to make this all happen. And yeah. and you're not going to have something like this if you don't do it that way, because you're never going to be able to afford to How hire somebody to come in here and do yeah, this. Absolutely. And it you took know. it took us a long time to get this all the way we wanted and everything. Absolutely. But it's the same thing. What you're saying, you build these things. You don't. Uh, people don't just aren't given stuff and you're not and, and when you're watching you know to watch you guys live and you don't realize what all goes into all this and um, you know like you, you put a lot into just doing the whole Neil Young thing I mean just to be him right for let, a few hours let alone the whole production you got the hat on you got the harmonica wrapped around you 
You got the whole thing going. You always look like you're having fun. You always have that smile. You're always oh, yeah. so like. Because we are. Yeah, That's you always thing. look like you're having fun, Mitch. You really do. Absolutely. You always Thank have you. that real light heart. Now, but, you know, to this day on our, like our promo flyers and stuff, uh, you know, we'll hang up in clubs. It says somewhere on there, a cornerstone production. And it's both a nod to the fact that we've been doing this a lot of years, you know, under different names. different names, but also that it really is a production. You're not just hiring the band, you're hiring that show. It's, it's that production of that show. Mm-hmm. And so it, you mentioned earlier advice to bands starting out, getting out there, you know, what should they think about? Another thing to think about is don't undersell yourselves, don't play for cheap because first of all you've worked very hard to get to that point between the equipment costs the rehearsal costs the personal time and effort the whole production that you're going to bring it's worth money and there are professionals out there who are living and dying by this income you know and out there playing these shows and so you want to be on a competitive ground with them a fair playing ground you know if they're charging and i'll just totally make up stupid numbers if they're charging a hundred dollars don't come in and offer to do a show for five bucks and undercut that guy because ultimately ultimately you're undercutting yourself absolutely you know you're gonna now you're gonna you now know, you're almost stuck with this this, this figure that you've yeah. created for yourself yeah mm-hmm. you know like um i mean obviously if you're just starting out your first gigs or whatever you're gonna have to play for less because you got to prove to these bar owners that you can actually bring in people they have their end to protect also. Right. So, and you gotta, and you got to play this game, right? But you're right. Once you become somewhat established and you've put <clears> some work behind it and stuff, and you can prove that you can bring some people to these bars, it doesn't take a lot for these bar owners to make money from people coming into their bars. Oh, absolutely. It's, it, every 10 people you bring in is a lot of revenue for them. And the three to $600 that you may get paid for your, your gig, whatever you're pulling in that night, doesn't take long for him to recover that money. Absolutely. So, so you got, but you, you do have to pull people in. You do have to, you do have to prove right. your worth. And, They're and, not going to want to pay you good money to see your significant other and a few friends. If it's a paid practice, there, yeah, you know, absolutely, it just doesn't work. Uh, yeah, it's all and, about. And, and yeah. again, another huge part of work involved in these bands is promoting yourself and getting word out there to get people to these bars because you know. Um, and bands that I've been in, in past with, um, <laughs> what? One of the things, one of the things that, that, <laughs> I don't even know what the fuck I was talking about. Bands you've been involved in in the past, something. Yeah. yeah. I saw a Money. piece of paper in the corner of my eye, it would not go away, and it was just sitting there, and I'm just like. Something about, oh, the money, the money. Don't mm-hmm. don't sell yourself short. Yeah. Well, promotion. yeah. No. And 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 so the promotion part. Oh, promotion. Yeah. Big. A lot of work goes into that for right. sure. Yeah. One of the things. One of the things that they that people don't realize Another is that job you have, you to, have promote. to have. Well, you think you tell your friends. You think you've you got to make posters. You got to make promos. <laughs> well, you got to. You know. Now you're. A I'm not sure the posters too. is the thing yeah. anymore. It was at one time where you'd be people would go down and put them on on. Street lights, yeah. Putting them on telephone poles, putting them on, you know, wherever you could put a sign up. Well, I'll tell you, what we found is what works best today is a hybrid approach, so that we put, you know, blow up some big posters and laminate them and put them on site at the venue for people who aren't necessarily going to be online, but frequent the venue right. so that they know it's happening. But then, you can't limit your advertisement there, right? So now you're using social media. And, you know, blasting out your information in electronic sort of ways. And that is really where I think the more heavy focus needs to be because now you're pulling in people that are scrolling. Wonder what's going on tonight. You feel like going out. Oh, my gosh, a Neil Young tribute. Let's go check that out. You know, that's that's basically how it works. And you got to spend the money. You got to do the advertising. You can't just, you know, if you're on social media, expect that if you post something, all your followers and all your friends are going to see it far from the truth. You really need to spend the money to boost it, promote it. 100%. Which yeah. is part of the, which was a, a, a huge part of our, what we were trying to do here, was not just to promote bands individually, but create a place, a hub, so that all bands locally can 
send me their information of where they're playing, when they're playing and stuff. And then oh, on this awesome. show, I will awesome. post the entire week's worth. Yeah. Links, I, the links are going to be down below, down below is what I've heard. Yeah. Well, I'm going to have all the links. I'm going to post, when this is all said and done, all the links will be down below. All the links to come to see you guys. I'll have live links up for them to get to see you guys play live. Um, links to the gigs that are coming up. We'll have all that posted. Plus, like I said, on Link here. to our website. Yes, I'll have do links you wanna, to your website. You, you guys do you have your own website? Yeah. Right. Sure, website? W, let's see if I can do this. HTTPS colon, colon forward slash forward slash. Yes, it is secure. Sugar Mountain Cleveland. Dot com. Dot com. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, well, I'll post all the links. Mm-hmm. We'll the have all ver- the links posted for everything. The short version is sugarmountaincleveland.com. Yeah, and 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 that, but that was the idea for this was to to be able to you should be able to watch the show, see what the band is on for that week, and see who's playing Friday, Saturday, Thursday, Sunday, whatever days, where they're playing, what time. I want all that will be information will be here, so there's one place that you can go get all that. But I'm gonna have to rely on bands to actually feed me this information so that I can put it out there. I'm not gonna have time to go searching for it. So absolutely, okay. But. So send them to this guy for sure. Yeah. Well, anyways, this has been great. It's been a good time. Hey, thanks yeah. for having us. Mm-hmm. I well, mean, thanks for coming down. It's incredible. I can't believe your, your new studio is just amazing. Beautiful. And, Thank uh, you. Yeah, absolutely yeah. beautiful. It's really cool. Yeah, so if you guys are at your bar, your local bar, your, ha- your bar has bands, and they're not bringing in Sugar Mountain, tell the bar owner, um, hire Sugar Mountain so you can have them at your place. Just make sure the bar owner doesn't get out of control where Sugar Mountain has to call the police on them. And, and, and uh, we don't want that to happen. Anyways. <laughs> All right, guys. It's been fun. Okay. Yep. We're out. Thank you. Thank you. Peace out, guys.